Good morning. I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Wayne Dallas from the Faith, Hope, and Love Missionary Baptist Church. And our motto here is love is for free. And it is free because Jesus paid it all. And all to him we owe. Oh, yeah, I greet you today on this first Sunday in 2021. Oh, 2020 was some kind of year. Oh, yeah, there were storms and there were fires and there were diseases. But God wants you to know that he is still in charge. <coughs> Excuse me. But as we prepare for 2021, we need to be excited, knowing and looking forward to what God is going to do in this year. Oh, yeah, when there are big problems then that is an opportunity for God to do big things. And I am looking forward to him doing big and great things in 2021. Oh yes, brothers and sisters, I wanna just teach the lesson today which will be coming from Romans, the 12th chapter, verses 3 through 8. That is Romans, the 12th chapter, verses 3 through 8. And it reads as follows. For I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one body in Christ and every one members one of another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. With a prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith or ministry, let us wait on our ministering, or he that teacheth on teaching, or he that exhorteth on exhortation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence. He that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be without dissimulation. 
Brothers and sisters, all oh, this is a wonderful lesson today. <clears throat> it follows last week's lesson in which brothers and sisters Paul called on us as church members that we would present our bodies as living sacrifices. Oh yeah, and what he was saying, brothers and sisters, what he is trying to get us to understand, brothers and sisters, that because of what God has done for us, oh, he has done mighty things on our behalf. Jesus came, oh yeah, and he died on a cross to pay our debt, a debt that we could not pay ourselves. But Jesus paid that debt in order that we could be invited, oh yeah, to the kingdom of God. Oh yeah, and because of what God has done for us, oh yeah, you ought to have some kind of gratitude. But brothers and sisters, we are living in a time of ungrateful people. Oh yeah, I don't care how much you do for somebody, you have not done enough. But Paul is crying out and exhorting to the church that we must not have that kind of attitude that we must recognize what God has done for us, that we must recognize that he has paid a great price for us. And it is our reasonable service to offer our bodies as living sacrifices. And he tells us that, brothers and sisters, that we must not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And, and when he talks about not be brothers and sisters conformed to this world, what he's saying is that we cannot let the world control our thinking. Oh, yeah, there's so much negative stuff out there. There's so much sin, oh, yeah, on the TV and on the Internet and in the people around us. We've got to find a way to be transformed and to have our minds renewed. And it is through the Word of God. You've got to... Our brothers and sisters, find some kind of way to expose yourself on a regular basis to God's word so that it will empower you to act in a way that is pleasing to God rather than pleasing to man. 
Oh yeah, the, the, the rules and guidelines that man has come up with, brothers and sisters, are not pleasing to God. Man has made it all right to do everything, but we've got to know that God is not always pleased with our behavior. So brothers and sisters, in today's text, Paul moves on and he wants us to know the first point he gives is a warning to live in humility. He says, brothers and sisters, that we ought not think too highly of ourselves. Oh, arrogance is a dangerous thing. Oh, pride, oh yeah, cometh before the fall. Brothers and sisters, we've got to watch our prideful attitudes. And definitely in the church, when God has blessed us with spiritual gifts and with abilities, pride, brothers and sisters, can get in our way and, and, and pride can make us Oh, Lord, turn away from doing God's will and not having an attitude of love and understanding. And we all oh, have our heads and our minds stuck out to where we going to run the show or we're going to tear it up. But God wants us to know that we all not think too highly of ourselves. But we ought to think, oh, brothers and sisters, soberly, with our eyes open and recognize that we too have sinned. That's how you can look at your brother in sin and recognize that you can forgive him. Because when you look at yourself, and when you look at yourself in a sober condition, you recognize that you have a sinful way in your life. Oh, we haven't overcome all of our sins. But thank God that God is not through with us. God is still working on us. So when we see ourselves soberly, we can look at our brothers and sisters and we can forgive them for their sin. Oh uh, yeah, when they don't act the way we think they ought to act, when they don't treat us the way we think they ought to treat us, we can have a sober view of them because we can have a sober view of ourselves. God wants us to see them in faith and recognize that just like we need faith and we need mercy, we need to see our brothers and sisters in God's mercy. So Paul warns us about humility. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I done found out that it's dangerous when you get folk in church 
that have talents and have gifts and they don't have humility. I had a young man that I used to watch that would come to church and, and he was very talented in singing and playing the organ and playing the piano. And after Sunday and church would have had a good celebration, he come from church instead of praising God for what God did at church. He makes statements like I slayed him today. Oh yeah, that's not the attitude that God wants us to have because we didn't slay anything. God wants us to have a attitude of humility and recognize that he gave us the gift. That he gave us the ability to do whatever it is that we do. So we got to understand that God has given us gifts. And he talks about that the gifts that he has given us that we must use them to help our brothers and sisters in Christ. Our gifts were not given to us so that we could put on a show and show folk what we can do. But our gifts were given to us so that we can help those in God's church. And that's why you ought to come to church on Sunday. You ought to come because your brothers and your sisters are in need of help. They are in need of encouragement. They are in need of love and understanding. They are in need of teaching. And the church needs to have your giving in order to carry out the mission that God has given it. So we got to have unity in the body of Christ. I got to do my job and you got to do your job. And when we all come together to do our jobs, <coughs> we can lift up the name of Jesus, and we can let our lights shine together so that they are bright and those that are around us can see God's glory. So we gotta have unity even though there is die 
adversity. Because we are the body of Christ. So individually, you need to do your job. And individually, I need to do my job. So Paul exhorts us to use our gifts. And brothers and sisters, as I was looking at the gifts that were talked about in this text, I, I recognize that the gifts that they talk about are not generally the gifts that we like to talk about. Because he talks about the gifts of giving. Oh yeah, that is a gift to have an attitude of giving in a cheerful manner. <clears throat> Some folks struggle to give, but it takes faith to give. It takes faith to give knowing that God will replenish what you give with multiply it and give you more. God is the one that gives us the power and the strength to lead in the church. Oh yeah, it's not easy to lead in church. Folk criticize you. Folk talk about you. And uh, many times we are tempted to take our marbles and go home. But if you got the Holy Spirit in you, you're not leading because of how they treat you. But you are leading uh, because God has given you uh, the spirit of leadership. And so you have offered your body as a living sacrifice to the Lord. Oh yeah, God wants us to live for him. God wants us to give our gifts. Oh yeah, so that the church can grow and that those around us can benefit from our gifts. So it talks about the gift of prophecy. <clears throat> and that is the gift of proclaiming the word of God. He talks about the gift of serving. Oh yeah, that is a gift to serve others rather than to always want yourself to be served. He talks about the gift of teaching and that is teaching the word of God accurately 
so that it can be a benefit in the lives of God's people. Oh yeah, he talks about the gift of encouragement. Oh yeah, when those that are going through hard times and they are struggling and they come to the church wondering how they are going to make it, God's church ought to give them a word of encouragement. It ought to give them a mercy when they've fallen down and stumbled. Oh yeah, the Bible talks about there are better gifts than some gifts. In the first chapter of Corinthians, he talks about brothers and sisters, uh, a, a better gift. He talks about there are good gifts, but then there are uh, better gifts. He says even with the good gifts, if you offer your body to be burned for others and have not love, oh yeah, yeah, you are burning in vain. God wants us to know that if we have and speak with the tongues of angels and we have not love, Oh yeah, it means nothing. God wants us to know that there are gifts that are greater than other gifts. And the three gifts that this church has chosen to emphasize and to major in uh, are the major gifts that Paul talks about. He talks about faith, hope, and love. He said that these gifts are eternal gifts. He talks about if you have these gifts, you can bring others through storms of disappointment. If you have these gifts, you can give hope to those that are hopeless. So I'm here to let you know that we want to have the better gift. We want to have the best gift. It's alright to be able to sing good, but you ought to be able to love your enemy as you love yourself. It ought to be alright to hoop and holler, but you ought to be able to forgive those that despitefully use you. It's alright, brothers and sisters, to be sharp every Sunday, but you ought to be able to give those that don't have sharp clothes hope in the midst of sorrow. So I'm here to let you know that God wants you to have 
special gifts and he wants you to have spiritual gifts. And you must use them in the name of the Lord. You must use them to let everybody know that he is our rock and he is our savior. God is all right today. I'm glad, brothers and sisters, that Jesus paid it all and all to him we owe. The service of the Christian is to use his gifts, oh yeah, to build up those around him. But you must come down to where they need building. Oh, you can't stay off by yourself and just build yourself up. But you must come down, brothers and sisters, to help those that are weak. You must come down and help those that are sorrowful. Our job is to help one another. Our job is to build one another up. Our job is to give our service in the name of the Lord. Shall we pray? Most gracious Heavenly Father, we come, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. O Lord, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you, Lord, for your spiritual gift. Oh, Lord, we recognize that you've given us talents and you've given us abilities. And, Lord, we want to thank you for those talents and those abilities. But, Lord, give us spiritual gifts. Give us the ability to love one another. Give us the ability, oh, Lord, to hope in hopeless situations. Give us the ability to have faith, O oh Lord, in times of trouble. Give us the ability to share that faith to our brothers and our sisters. Now, Lord, bless this church in a special manner. O oh Lord, bless the Fox family as they go, O oh Lord, through hardship and difficult times. Oh Lord, bless Sister Turner. Bless Sister Price. And Lord, bless all those that are having hardship. Let us, oh Lord, give them what is needed in this time of sorrow and this time of trouble. Oh Lord, bring us the power that is needed that we might let your light shine that we might let it shine in a mighty way. Well, Lord, we ask it in the name of thy son, Jesus, and for his sake, amen. God bless you, brothers and sisters, on this first Sunday in 2021. Oh, yeah, 2020 was a tough year, but thank God he got us through, and he will get us through 2021. I look forward to seeing you same time, same place. God bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen.